Welcome to Comic Shenanigans, episode 329, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, December the 9th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is our reviews episode, uh, episode 329, looking at releases from the week of Wednesday, December the 9th. This is going up on the 17th of December, so um, new comics have already come out. So what better time to talk about comics that came out eight days ago than right now? Um, unfortunately, I did not have as much time to uh, read as many comics this week. Uh, with the Christmas season, there's a lot of Christmas shopping that needs to be done, which means it eats up a lot of your time, which means you don't have as much time to read comics and then podcast about them. I know I'm just as upset as you are. Uh, so let's just jump right in. I only had a chance to read seven comics, and which doesn't happen often. They were all Marvel, so no DC exposure today. So if you're a fan of uh, DC comics, you'll have nothing today. Um, but uh, if you got Marvel, then you'll have a lot to, to hear about. Uh, first up, we have Amazing Spider-Man. This is issue number four. Um, artwork by Giuseppe Camincoli. It's written by Dan Slott. Um, it, it felt serviceable. I guess I, I'm getting um, slightly fatigued by the whole Zodiac because I'm just not interested. Uh, I do like the kind of the building subplot of all these villains of Spider-Man being recruited by someone. Um, I think that's really interesting. Um, I, I don't know... I feel like I have to go back and read, but I didn't think everyone knew that Dr. Kirk Connors was kind of in the mind of the lizard. Uh, his mind was alive in the body of the lizard. I thought that was kind of a secret, so I didn't think that this was going to be happening. Um, this main story here, though, I mean, you got these goblin raiders in Africa who attack an installation that Parker Industries has put together, and uh, May and her husband, uh, J. Jonah Jameson Sr., are there. Um, it was okay. I just, I don't know. I miss Spider-Man doing more Spider-Man-y things, and I guess that's very reductive and stupid because, I mean, like, I, I know that the character has to progress, but this just doesn't feel as much like Spider-Man, and, um, I don't know, and the whole subplot with him, like, kind of, you know, bringing these things to Africa, and then they're they're being targeted, etc., it just, I don't know, it felt a little above Spider-Man's pay grade, and I guess that's kind of the point, is that Spider-Man's evolved to become something different, but am I necessarily as happy with the evolution? Um... And Spider-Man kind of blowing off S.H.I.E.L.D. to go help Aunt May felt at times in keeping with Peter's, you know, personality, but also against his current personality. Like, that's, you know, in the back in the day, he would be like, oh, well, I'd rather go save Aunt May than meet MJ for coffee, you know? It would be more personal stakes. But now it's like, I'm going to go save uh, May instead of helping a coordinated strike attack on, you know, Zodiac that I'm extremely important as a part of. Like, that just seems... The, the economy of scale there is May's part hasn't changed, but everything else has. And it just feels like it's grossly inaccurate to how any normal person would respond or want or, or think about it for a second and respond. Because obviously everyone's going to be like, well, I want to save my family member. But if it meant like saving hundreds and hundreds of lives, especially if you're someone as dedicated to personal responsibility, I don't know. You might think differently. Um, I love the art. I'm just not sold on the story. I'm going to give it a six. Uh, next up is the Gwenpool special. Now, you can read more about how I feel about this at um, superiorspidertalk.com uh, as I wrote a review for them. Um, so I'm not going to say as much as I normally would, but I will say it's an uneven holiday special. It's got more good parts than bad parts. Um, the the kind of connecting thread of a story is, is fun, but the art is not appropriate. It doesn't work. The colors are terrible. Um, the Kamala Khan story is fantastic and really good. There's a Hawkeye Deadpool story by Jerry Dugan, uh, which is really enjoyable and fun. 
And then the the main kind of event is the uh, well, not really because it's still only a few pages, but the Gwenpool. I still don't understand the character, understand the appeal. Really, this special should have been called the She-Hulk Holiday Special, not the Gwenpool Special. But to each their own. I'm gonna give it a seven because it has a lot of good parts, uh, which kind of make it worthwhile. Even though there's some of it is just not very good. Uh, next up is uh, Hercules. Um, Absolutely adore this. Um, I think it's a fantastic read. It's really fun. Um, I, I'm just, I'm just loving this. I, I, I don't know if I expected to enjoy it quite this much. Written by Dan Abnett, artwork by Luke Ross and Emilio Leso. Um, the art is just great. I, I love the the way that Hercules is being both written and illustrated. Um, both it has both a, a flair of the classic and modern all at once. Um, this is just a fantastic book. I wish this book would run forever. I'm sure it won't because it's Hercules, and Hercules doesn't necessarily sell all that well usually, but um, I really dug this. Uh, fantastic read. I'm glad it's on my poll list. Uh, 8 out of 10. Like I, I don't want to miss an issue of this. I just find it so much fun. And again, maybe it's just the old man in me, but I'm starting to really appreciate books that have a little bit more levity to them. And they can still tell a serious story, but there's a certain... I don't know, lighter style, like, maybe I just, I want things to be a little bit more fun these days, and maybe it's just because everything so, was so important and dire, and once upon a time, you know, the stakes used to feel not, I mean, they were always dire, but not the same level of darkness, if that makes any sense whatsoever, and I'm not sure that it does. Uh, from one end of the spectrum to another, we got Secret Wars number eight, so this is obviously very big things happening. It's still good, I think, It'll work better um, as part of a collected edition. I think, like, reading it all at once, I think this issue would be more enjoyable. There's definitely a lot of pieces kind of coming together here. Um, but it just feels like it ends a little bit too quickly. Um, the way that Doom dispatches with Thanos is surprising. Um, but that that kind of last page is freaking badass, though. I mean, that's how you want your Black Panther, right? Like, showing up out of the out of a portal with uh, Namor at his side with an Infinity Gauntlet on his hands. Like, that's pretty badass. Um, Groot becoming the world tree, very cool. Um, overall, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. The artwork's still fantastic. I, I think the I'll, I'll give credit for the book for this. I think that the book is great and or very good. I think the problem is the way it's been published. It's been published with it's coming out here and there, drips and drabs. Uh, it's ruined all sense of momentum, um, and so I think that's part of what hurts this book. I still give it a seven out of five. Still good, but seven and a half. I mean, but. It somewhat lacks in some ways. Um, there's Spider-Gwen number three. Now, I was surprised by this. Uh, artwork by uh, Robert Rodriguez, written by Jason Latour. I guess my what I found surprising is that I didn't think that we'd have a interdimensional kind of um, session so quickly with Gwen, you know, hanging out with Spider-Woman, uh, Jessica Drew, and then going back to her own world. And I really enjoy this version of... Um, of Harry Osborn, I think that's really cool. I like kind of them the pushing this in, in a certain direction, and I feel like we're kind of opening up new story potential. And uh, I'm excited about where that might lead because it's interesting to see a very different version of Harry. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight. I think it was a, a solid read. I, I, as I said, I questioned the decision to have Jessica Drew in already, but it was still a good read. Uh, next up is Spider-Man 2099, number four. Continues to be very enjoyable by Peter David and Will. Oh my god, now I forget how to pronounce his last name. I think it's Slaney. I, I asked him, and now I feel embarrassed that I don't even remember, because he was on a recent episode. Um, this was interesting, just to kind of see more about Roberta Mendoza um, and her as Captain America. She's 
kind of takes up a lot of this issue, but it's it's interesting as well to kind of see what's going on. But yeah, she takes up a lot of real estate in this issue. A lot less than Miguel, but it kind of makes us feel like more of a 2099 book and less in terms of the characters that are represented and not just a Miguel book. And that may not be a bad thing to kind of expand the the cast and to add some extra intrigue. Uh, the artwork by uh, Slani is great. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, solid, solid work. I just wish this book didn't come out so frequently because I think it's going to burn people out. It's a four. It's a four dollar book, and it's not like you know necessarily like a top book you'd be pushing. So I just don't know why they keep doing this to Peter David. Uh, they did the same thing to Old New X Factor. They just kept pushing it and pushing it every week or every two weeks. And I'm just like, I love that book, but I don't think it needed to come out that often. Uh, and then issue number three of Uncanny Avengers by Jerry Dugan and Ryan Stegman. Um, I haven't been totally sold on Stegman's art here. It's just I don't know what it, what it is, but it come it. It, the, the characters almost look gangly at times, and but uh, there are other times where everyone looks like perfect. Uh, they bring in a version of Cable. I say version because I have no idea which version of Cable this is or what timeline or how that even works. Um, but uh, very, I, I, I like where they're going with this idea that, that you know something bad happened in the future that um, Inhumans are kind of all that's left, and Cable's coming back, and uh, there's a, it's cool. Um, so I, I, I'm trying to think how I would rate it. I think I'd give it a 7. It's not quite firing on all cylinders, but it's definitely working. Um, and that is everything from this week. So I guess the the, the technically the quote-unquote worst book I read was Amazing Spider-Man. And I guess the best was between Spider-Man 2099, Spider-Gwen, and Hercules. And I think I'd have to give it to Hercules. So I think I'm going to revisit my Hercules rating and give it an 8.5 out of 10 because I think it's that good. Uh, some of the books I did not get a chance to read, I'm just going to mention some of the highlights of the ones I missed, were uh, New Issues of Batman, Batman and Robin Eternal, Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 1, a uh, new issue of Detective Comics, which is part of Robin War, Gotham Academy, part of Robin War, uh, Grayson, part of Robin War, Red Hood and Arsenal, part of Robin War, uh, Mickey Mouse number 7. Uh, oh, actually, there is one other book I read and I completely forgot about. We Stand on Guard. Um, I really dug it. It was a, it was a, it was a fun ending to the story. Um, not fun, but it was a good issue. It was well done. Uh, great artwork by Scrooge, by Scross. Um, I'm sad that we're not going to get more of it because I'd love them to see them come back to this world. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, other books that came out were All New Hawkeye, Black Knight, uh, Deadpool, Scarlet Witch, Star Wars Annual, and Ultimates number 2. Uh, Ultimates number two. Uh, looking forward to this coming week, and by coming week I mean yesterday, uh, on uh, December the 16th, some of the highlights include... Um, a new issue of Batgirl, uh, Batman 66, the second issue of Batman Europa is coming out, uh, Batman Heart, Superman Hardcover Volume 4 called Siege, and also the third one, which is the trade paperback, uh, Batman The Doom That Came to Gotham trade paperback, uh, Harley Quinn number 23, uh, new issue of Justice League, that's a big deal, uh, at least it is to me, because I'm still enjoying it for the most part, uh, Superman American Alien number 2, still haven't read issue number 1, We Are Robin number 7, I am so behind on Robin War, I don't even think I've read the first chapter yet. Um, over at uh, IDW, there's um, what is there? There's a Judge Dread ongoing number one. Uh, there's Starfleet Academy number one. Sorry, Star Trek Starfleet Academy number one. Uncle Scrooge number nine. Uh, over at Image, uh, a lot of books, but there's I Hate Fairyland number three. Um, there's also let's see from Marvel. There's All New and Humans number two. All New X Men number two. Amazing Spider-Man one point one. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man New Year Valley Street Paperback, the Darth Vader Annual number one, uh, there's the Illuminati number two, Kanan number nine, Mighty Thor number two, so we're all getting into the number twos, 
uh, Modok Assassin trade paperback, the Marvel Masterworks hardcover Amazing Spider-Man Volume 17. Uh, there's Silk number two. Squadron Supreme is the big launch number one. Uh, we got Starbrand and Nightmask number one. Ultimate End number five, as they finally put the end on that book. Uh, Uncanny and Humans number three. Web Warriors number two, and the launch of Weird World number one. And to coincide with that, the Weird World, Weird World trade paperback Volume Zero War Zones. I don't know why they keep calling some of these trade paperbacks Volume Zero. It just seems stupid. I don't get it. And uh, from Boom Studios, uh, Studios, we got um, I guess Claws number two, which I'm super excited about uh, and cannot wait to read. I have not had a chance to read it yet, but I'm super pumped because I loved issue one and I was just I did I didn't know what I expected, but it was just fantastic. Anyways, that is our episode. It's been a quick one, so thank you for joining us. Our next episode will likely be an episode with uh, me and Paul Scores, a friend of the show and frequent co-host. Uh, talking about uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens, uh, as we'll be seeing that Saturday evening. Um, and then our next episode after that may be a Christmas episode um, with my wife. If that doesn't pan out, though, it might be uh, an interview episode with John Rhett Thomas, who's also known as Gormu on the Marvel Masterworks forums, uh, or it'll be an episode with Frank Thierry. Um, we're working on both those interviews happening shortly. Uh, and then we have some more interviews scheduled for January, so there's a lot of good stuff in the pipeline. Um, at least we hope that you enjoy it so if you want to email me you can do so at comicshenanigans at gmail.com like the show on Facebook rate and review us on iTunes subscribe to us on iTunes and you can also listen to us on Stitcher thanks again for uh, downloading this episode and listening to episode 329 I'm your host Adam Chapman and I'll catch you next time bye bye